in the not too distant future, next Arkad AD, there was a guy named Adam, and as a matter of fact, that's me. I sit here with my friends and we talk a bit. On this podcast, we transmit irreverence and comedy with a bit of snark. But the creepers seem to like it and we barely miss the mark. We all pick different topics, the best we can find. We'll sit here and discuss them all, because that's how this was designed. It's our ever-growing library of everything, one hour at a time. This line is only in this song to make sure it all rhymes. Archive roll call, Adam, that's me. Nick Bane, John Dennison, Drew, if you're wondering how it's gone this long, and our archive facts. Read yourself, it's just a show. I should really just relax. Or mystery science theater 3000, which is the topic this week. Wow, that was incredible. Thank you. We are in the Preftorium uh, here, here we at, are. At, at, at the archive. And we do uh, two things when we are in the Preftorium we talk about show matters and we read comments. Uh, ongoing show matter. This is the last season of the archive. This could be the last episode. It won't be, but could be. <laughs> it could absolutely could be. There's, I would say, there's a fifty percent chance this is the final episode. It is about five percent chance. Uh, based on the sound quality alone, maybe yeah, seventy five percent. I like how you guys are just bestowing titles to uh, to creepers just willy nilly when in, in, in my absence. I, I, are you moving on to comments at this point? Or are um, you talking show matters? As a show matter, you're bringing this up as a formal show matter. Yeah. Well, we we did vote. We had yeah. a quorum. Yeah, like, but we can't just stop everything when one person isn't here, or we'd never do anything. That's yeah. that's very true. But whose whose domain is this right now? Where are we? Uh, right in your now, absence, it was the vice president Goomba. The Goomba. Oh, that's a yeah. good point. All right, I, I acquiesce my 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 mini rant. I was going to go on. Uh, let me just shout out to all my Goombas out there. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, my Goombas? <laughs> I ran. I ran to a Goomba. <laughs> That's what happened to Snoop Dogg. <laughs> so stupid. Um, <laughs> anywho, uh, that's probably it for show matters. The other thing we'd have is comments. So, hey, we have any comments? Yes, we have. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Who are you asking? <laughs> I. I, I Yes, I was asking the group, so technically both of you answering is, is fine. Okay. We do have one comment, uh, and it comes from uh, – okay, I'm, I'm going to read the name on here. Okay. But I want you to know that I – well, I'll add an addendum to this name. You're fine. This comes from Kid Creeper Faces – Slash Azriel, editor's note, 
Cane Creeper. 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 See, see episode uh, Lakes True Believers, right? Yes. And uh, in fact, this comment was on the Lakes episode. He says, I love the lake. Great place for summer vacation. We go to the Lake of the Ozarks as much as we can over summer. We also went down to Table Rock Lake, and that was fun. Aid and I went tubing with our uncle. Anyway, I'm going to actually listen to the episode now. Comet Streak. Yes. <laughs> Comet Streak <That's>... 16. <laughs> I, I like the story in that comment, and that there was some mystery that he said this was from Kid Creeper. And yeah. then at the very end, you find out why he doesn't realize. <laughs> I read that comment um, to myself. I read that comment to myself initially, and I, I was like, "Why he didn't?" I'm surprised he's not, you know, saying and I, saying anything about this. And then I got to the end, I was like, "Oh, because he hasn't listened." <laughs> oh, that makes sense. <laughs> and if did we even talk about Lake of the Ozarks? I don't think so. And that's amazing. I <laughs> I wonder if he um if he's listened yet. I I feel like he would have commented had he yeah been listened to the episode and and learned of his new title. Does anyone know if his phone is working yet? It should be working fine. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, maybe we'll find out next. Maybe he's maybe maybe he doesn't want the title. I don't know. Mm. We'll find them. Well, we all right. Well, we can. We might throw it out to the next person who has a stream. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think we lost Nick. Um. Hold, so while we're waiting for Nick to come back. Zoom. Wait, wait. Can you hear me? Yes. Oh no! I was switching out from Zoom because I wanted to tell you that we had another comment. Oh, what is it? Uh, Sparks. 352 commented on our Instagram for our recent <gasps> James Bond episode. Ooh. And he said, hey, I just found this podcast. This is great. <laughs> uh, to which I responded, uh, you're just in time for the last final few episodes. Where were you nine years ago? Um, so that's great that we're, we're starting to get some listeners. So. Oh, good stuff. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> good stuff. Okay, good. Is Adam still there? I don't see him. What he's recording now. Here? This is... Oh, God. Is Nick back? Yes, he's been. Back. Is been, Nick been back. having a conversation? You missed a new comment. No, I did not. Yes, you, you did. did. Why'd you? I, why'd you wait? Why'd you read like him back? What? We didn't know you left. Oh, we'll read, read, read it again. What do you mean? You? Where did you go? I thought you were. I thought you were having problems. So I said, oh, "I'll be right back." <laughs> All right, from the top. <laughs> In the not too distant. No, no. Read, read from the comment, Nick. All right. Uh, 
I was switching out of Zoom because I was checking because we have another comment on our Instagram feed, and it's from Sparks three five two who said, "Hey, I just found this podcast. This is great." So I uh, appreciated that he uh, commented on it. I said, "Thanks. You're just in time for the final few episodes. Where were you nine years ago?" Um, and that's it. Good stuff. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Glad that, we got Adam's commentary in on that. that oh, oh, <laughs> we, we got movie sign. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. the 70s huh groovy yeah it's always been my favorite decade cool rocket you turkey all right yeah ow 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 boogie ow back in the funky 70s the party didn't ever stop ow. the city of pompeii was doing all right but vesuvius blew her top ow ow back in the super bad 70s all right that was a fun little Trip into the archive proper right there. Ooh. I didn't know it felt so hectic when that happened. Yeah, it did. I feel like you did. <laughs> I did. All right. This week, we are talking about Mystery Science Theater 3000. I guess you couldn't tell from the, from the theme song that I, that I, uh, yeah, surprise, surprise. Parodied. Yeah. So, um, as I am usually want to do when I am the, uh, uh, I'm a, I'm the steward. Uh, when I'm the steward, <laughs> I ask uh, my fellow archivists what is their uh, knowledge base, background, where 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 you, where you come in into this thing with MST3K, as the cool kids say. Mm -hmm. um, I got into it. Um, what would that be? Eighty-eight or eighty-nine. Um, when one of my friends had, was it originally on Comedy Central? What was it on? No, it was originally on, well, it, it, no. It was not on Comedy Central. It was originally, it was originally on this, this little local news station um, oh. up in Minnesota, but we'll get there. Okay. Uh, I didn't mean originally. Uh, in 1989, <laughs> was it on Comedy Central? Oh, God. Let's see. When did this go over there? Um, okay. Yes. We're just going to say it yes. was. Yes. Okay. okay. <laughs> Well, technically, um, no. You messed you messing my stuff up. So just keep going. Just keep going. Just keep going. Right. You'll, you'll the see. comedy channel at that point? Damn it, Drew. Yes, the comedy channel. What? <laughs> Adam, you're going to have to give us scripts in advance if you want us to follow it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, the point is, I didn't have the channel it was on. One of my friends had it. And when I would stay over at his house, we'd watch it. And I loved it. But I, I didn't follow the... The journey that it went on for many seasons and um, uh, only went back to it uh, more recently, which Adam, can I, can I spoil? Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> when <laughs> they finally brought it back after many years on Netflix and uh, watched some of that also. Um, you know, I'm actually a little jealous. I, I didn't, I didn't realize Nick had such a, I mean, 1989, that's impressive. I, I started watching it um, 
probably when it did come to when comedy central became comedy central right um that's when i started watching it so my dad i was in my room and he called me into the living room it was like you're you grounded know. <laughs> <laughs> i was already in my room what the hell <laughs> go, go to your room what are you doing out here in your um, room hey drew come here <laughs> He called me out because uh, he had found found it on on Comedy Central, and he was like, "Sit down, I think you'll like this." And so we sat and watched it. And then basically, my dad and I from that day watched, you know, every episode, going from you know from then till it it ended. Very cool. Um, I don't remember when i started watching it uh i, I know it had to been some time when it was fully on uh comedy central so i you know, so sometime in the mid mid to late 90s uh, i didn't have cable so i don't remember how i was introduced to it but my first rock solid series of deal i know i'd seen it before this moment but my first like memory of it was being drunk at a it was, I think I think it was Thanksgiving. I was drunk, drunk at a podcast. Drunk at a podcast party. Um, <laughs> and <clears throat> excuse me. And it was on. I was like, oh, I love this show. And they were, you hadn't seen it yet. No, no, no. I had seen it, but my first. <laughs> oh, okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. First, is, is this like this your James, James Bond? Story? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I love this show. Ellie, this is my favorite show. And now, and I'll watch it. <laughs> Oh God! So good night, Kelly. Good night, Kelly. Uh, exactly. <laughs> well, there goes Rabbity. Anyway. <laughs> Whoa, that's an old callback. Yeah, deep, deep cut, deep cut. If um, where was I? Oh yeah, the, so yeah, I remember seeing this. It was, it was. I don't remember when I started watching it, but as soon as I was sort of cognizant of it, I immediately loved it. Little yeah. asterisks. Well, I'll get back to. I'll talk about later on. Um. There was a little bit of, well, we'll get to that. Um, but, you know, without any sort of further ado, let's just jump right into the history, the history, the history of Mystery Science, of Mystery Theater, Science Theater, Theater 3000. 3000. <laughs> so, in the not-too-distant past, uh, 1988 AD, there was a guy named Joel. <laughs> not too different from you or me. He actually was a uh, stand-up comedian um, who just, I mean, when we talk about dry comedians, Joel is like the driest of the driest of the dry. He would do prop comedy, and it was just, I, I, I don't even think I can describe, if you guys ever seen any, any of his stand-up, his like super old stand-up? Yeah. No. Drew, how would you describe it? I'm just as you did. I mean, he seems like he's about to fall asleep. Yes, there we go. That's perfect. He's just, I mean, it's just kind of crazy um, how, how dry he is. But he was pretty popular, um, all things considered. He went to L.A. and immediately kind of kind of got discovered. And he was on Letterman a couple of times. And, um, but then kind of got sick of that life and wanted to go back home and do his own thing. But he didn't have a lot of money. 
So he's like, okay. Uh, and I'm, I'm playing, I'm playing a little fast and loose with the uh, history here, just so that we really get too bogged down in the minutia of it. But he's like, okay, a way that I could make my own show and save money is just play other movies and make fun of them, which I mean, you know, people had been doing since TV was probably created. Uh, it's just no one had really organized it in this sort of fashion before. And because his history was with prop comedy, he decided to, you know, make these little prop robots to be kind of playing off of him when he did, did his stuff. Um, and thus on, I got, I had it here. I lost where the heck it was. Um, well, it was in Minnesota. Uh, KTMA TV from 88 and 89 was, uh, was the original version of it. Um, then it got picked up by the comedy channel between 89 and 91. The Comedy Channel turned into Comedy Central. Uh, they kept it on between 91 and 96. In 96, they canceled it. Um, and Sci-Fi Channel was like, ooh, we'll, we'll take some of that. They picked it up. So they had it between 97 and 99 when it was promptly canceled again. Um, when was the movie? Uh, crap, I think it was 97. I forgot there was a movie. Oh, yeah. Um, did that see. play in theaters? Oh, yeah. It did. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 96. That was close. Um, so it looks like probably my timeline. So right after Comedy Central canceled them, they did the movie, I think, to try to, to keep things going or maybe like, hey, if we can have a big hit on our hands with, uh, with the movie, maybe we'll just make movies from now on. Um, I don't think it did very well, if, if memory serves. Yeah, it grossed just over a million dollars. Yeah, it did, it did not. Yeah, not, not too well. Not, 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 not too good. Um, but in 1996 money, that's like $200 billion today. Yeah, that's true. So actually, it boxed <laughs> It did really well. Right. Oppo. Ooh, nice word, Drew. Boppo bucks. Boppo bucks. Hey, I'm Boppo bucks. <laughs> <laughs> He sounds like he'd be on the ship, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, So you know the the, and it was off the off the air for, oh, let's see, eighteen years, and then there was a big Jeez. revival. Yeah, there was a big revival. Uh, bring back MST3K, which I was a part of. Um, now you say off the air, but. It was still like syndicated during that, that a, period. Yes, let me let me. Uh, there was no new episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I feel like it just kept getting bigger, cult following, and all during that time. Yeah. Um. So, uh, so yeah, Joel does his show, and he's he basically there's these mad scientists who have captured his character and sent him off to the satellite of love, which looks like a dog bone, for whatever reason, um, and they send him uh, insanely bad movies. And so to, and they want to basically see how the human brain handles watching bad movies. Uh, and so uh, he takes part, part of the satellite of love and makes his robot friends to help him, as the song says, keep his sanity. And they sit there and they watch movies and they make fun of them. That's kind of the whole gist of, of, of the show. Um, in between the, 
them making fun of, of the movies, they cut back to the satellite of love and they will do things like uh, skits or songs or do uh, a pretty famous uh, thing called the invention exchange where they kind of make these nonsensical, goofy inventions. They show it to the mad scientist. The mad scientist shows them what things that they made and back and forth, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. I, I believe they're the term they use for those segments were interstitials. Oh. Um, and uh, the keen of ear and memory listener will realize that we dubbed one episode as an interstitial episode. Yeah. We were trying to develop an alternative to the addendums episodes. So there is one interstitial episode yeah. of the archive. And that was uh, that, that, that term is something I, I, took from MST3K. Yeah. This guy with all the Hollywood talk over here. <laughs> Baffo. <laughs> Baffo Buck. And Baffo Buck. Yes, those go. Anywho. Um, so, uh, okay. Where were they? So, the reason why we're doing uh, this particular... Uh, Adam, go ahead. Adam, yeah, 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 did yeah. you talk? Did you talk about um, why why they did the, the the bad movies? Not, I don't mean in the in the narrative of the show, but why? I think what they, they were either um, uh, public domain and or they were insanely cheap to yeah to get the rights to yeah. yeah. So again, just. I try to remember what the budget was in these early episodes. I think I'm, I apologize. I can't remember when they got picked up by the comedy channel, they started getting $35,000 an, an episode to do their, their stuff. So $35, was, $35,000. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, Whoa. Yeah. I knew it was low budget. Yeah. And they spent it on lunch. Um, Adam, <laughs> did you, did yes. you, are you, are you going to, are if we're still in the history, are you going to mention the other hosts? I am. Okay. I just I felt like we were out of the history, but I did too. No, 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 no. no. All right, do, do, I'll do, curl do, up do you have a question. Couch. Well, if we're not out of the history, then I don't want to. I know you have a strict script that you're sticking to, and I don't want to. No, spoil I, 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 I tossed that out the window. Let's just be organic <laughs> about this thing. Well, I was just gonna say, uh, I know that one of the reasons um, the Comedy Channel uh, picked up. MST3K was because they had so little programming and MST3K filled, you know, a two hour slot for them. Yeah. Um, this week is Thanksgiving week, uh, IRL. So um, happy, happy Turkey Day to all you. I'm sure many of our listeners, whoever they may be, will be sad to hear that the Webster Kirkwood Turkey Day game has been canceled due to COVID. Oh, oh no. Sad. I know. I'm yeah. And I'm going to say a statement that I'm going to get razzed for, but I'm going to say it anyway. Webster's team actually looked pretty good this year. We, oh. we would have won. We would have won. I don't know about that. It's just a little it ironic. First that... time in 45 years where we would have won. <laughs> We're the no, I, Cubs of junior varsity football. If, if you go back and listen, I fully admit when that I was like, yeah, we keep we have these terrible teams. And I usually get our JV team playing their, their varsity team. Oh, we had a pretty good team this year. Oh, well. What do you mean, JV team? That's what keeps happening. 
why don't they put their varsity team against the varsity team? Because they're usually off playing like a, a, an actual like exhibition game or something like that. Oh, here we go. Oh, you guys didn't know that? Oh, it's my curious. Excuses, yes. excuses. They keep yeah, lots the JV. of excuses. Whatever. Anyway, on to- just take the take the L. <laughs> All our good players are in Canada with my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Two towns over. Um, today is November twenty fourth, the day we are actually recording this. And, and MS- I, sorry, I, I don't mean to continually interrupt, but right. I, I was curious after we talked about our uh, connections to the show because I know that that first episode I saw was the Lost Continent, and I went to see when that aired. And it aired on November 24th, 1990. Nice. So 30 years from today, 30 years ago today, wow. was when I first saw, uh, today as we record this, is yeah, when yeah, I first yeah, saw yeah. that. That's pretty cool. Um, That's cool. That's cool. We all it agree. Is, it is cool. And the actual show uh, premiered on November 24th, 1988. Wow. So two years to the day. This is great. Yeah. Good job, Adam. Well, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it, it premiered on Thanksgiving in 1998. 1988, sorry. Um, and the very first movie they did was Invaders from the Deep, uh, followed immediately by the second episode, <laughs> Revenge of the Mysterions. <laughs> and this is the KTMA yes. era, Adam? Yes, 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 yes. yes. What so, does that mean? That's the network. That That's the network. Yeah. Oh, right. yeah. So 6 o'clock was Invasion of the Deep. 8 o'clock was Revenge of the Mysterions. Oh, wow. Back to back. Yeah, back to back to back. So they originally only had 13 shows, but it was so popular, it got descended to 21. Um, and then they, uh, Joel and a couple of people created this new company called Best Brains Incorporated. And uh, they even did a live show uh, in that first year, and 600 people showed up for it. Wow. Yeah. I had no idea. That's awesome. Yeah. It was, it was a live staging of MSC3K? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So everything's going great. The show's doing awesome. And then uh, KTMA goes, goes bankrupt. So uh, HBO was looking to... Uh, pick up some stuff and they they approached best brains and got greenlit for the comedy channel <coughs> excuse me sorry so this went over to doing comedy channel they hired us more people um can we do a quick like uh a cast uh, check like in the KTMA era, you had Joel, right? You had uh, Trace Ballou, who played Dr. Clayton Forrester. Yeah, and you had J. Elvis Weinstein, who mm-hmm. played what was his name? Was his name Josh? Um, the, the yeah, yes, yes, Josh. Is that right? Yes, on the, on the show, that was his name, too. Um, uh, no, he played Gypsy, apparently. No, no, the his mad character. Oh, um, I don't know. I think we, I don't think we're gonna jump into that because, because for time reasons, I didn't get too in detail of that. But uh, I don't, I'm not sure. See. I'll look. Yeah, uh, Kevin Murphy was uh, ran ran the camera. Um, he would eventually go on to uh, voice uh, Tom Servo. I Tom Servo. Yes. 
Uh, Murphy also created the first doorway sequence and the theater seat, uh, the iconic theater seat design. By the way, his, uh, his name was Dr. Lawrence Earnhardt on, uh, when he was on there. Gotcha. As a mad J. Elvis Weinstein. Yeah. Yeah, I was I debated doing like a hallucination on like the Mads or or something like that, and I realized it unless you have like a pretty solid knowledge of MST3K, trying to come up with the names or would, it is not going to be very fun. So I opted to not do that. Yeah, yeah, I was expecting you to do characters, and I was only going to be able to do uh, Tom Servo and Crow, and I knew I was going to get slaughtered. Hallucination. You you did it, Nick. Good job. <laughs> yes. Here. Um, so when the 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 jokes, the 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 good natured ribbing, the the riffs, if you will, uh, were both a combination of scripted and ad libbed, um, which is kind of the way that Joe like like to do it. Um, that definitely have some stuff set up there, but also to be able to just kind of go off the cuff and do things if, if, if they wanted to. So when- That would, would kind of change, right? As, as the show would evolve. It would change, it would change. Um, when it got picked up by uh, the comedy channel, uh, Weinstein left the show because he didn't agree with Joel about moving towards using all scripted and no ad lib. He didn't like that. So he's like, I'm out. Later. And he would go on to become a, a pretty su successful writer. On yes, I believe own. he worked on The Simpsons, I believe. Yeah. The little show. Among, a, among yes. other, many other things. Among Us. That's true. And Among Us. <laughs> and among Us. Um, when he left, uh, Kevin Murphy took over as Tom Servo. And then Dr. Earnhardt was tired and placed with TV's Frank. TV's Frank. Yeah. Which I'd never understood. And I, I didn't do a whole, like, a whole lot of research on the actual Mads themselves. So here's, I guess I'll jump into what I was going to say before. So I love, 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 love the jokes with, with the, when, they're, when they're riffing the movies and making fun of the movies. I, I love it. Some of the skits and whatnot fall kind of flat to me. Oh wow! Um, yeah, it's I'm, just... what's interesting is is especially when I was younger, I'm I loved the the interstitials like anything that was out of the theater. Really, it was sort of my favorite mm. part. Like oh. I liked the movies, but I just loved those characters, and I loved that's interesting because I didn't like either of them, and I love the credits. The credits are so good, <laughs> you guys. You're sleeping on them. Bees McKeever. Ofo, Buck. As a credit creep, you should be really, you should have been uh, on top of that reference yeah. I just dropped about the yeah. credits. Um, so about halfway through season five, uh, Joel starts having, um, he's, he's actually didn't, didn't really be on camera anymore. If, if you kind of look at Joel's um, career as, as, a, as, a, as a man and as, as, as an entertainer. As a man. He, uh, he he tends to do things, get really good at it, and he's like, eh. <laughs> and he yeah. goes off and does something else. And that's been kind of what he's done his entire career. So at this point, he kind of he's like, didn't really be on camera anymore. And he started having creative disagreements with the producers. And he's like, you know what? Uh, I'm just I'm just gonna bounce. So so he did. 
do you know if he still had um, like any ownership of it? Well, I think because he was still one of the owners of Best Brains, okay, which still did it. I think he still retained the rights to MST3K. So at least, some, on, at least on some level involvement. Yeah, yeah but he, yeah, and he, uh, this other guy, Jim Mallon, who voiced Gypsy for years, one of the robots, um, and was also one of the producers on the show. That's the one that he fought with. Yeah, he he apparently had, I guess he had more rights or something. So he kind of held MSU3K hostage for a long time, at, mm. even after it went off the air. Um, I think that's part of the reason the revival took, you know, didn't happen for such a long time. Yeah. And why um, the, after the show ended, everyone kind of went off and did things that were MSU3K like. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Oh, we're still in the history. Damn we're it. still in the. <laughs> No, not in the history, history, but oh my gosh. Um, but Malin was also the one who's like, we should make it like a movie movie of this. Like, let's, oh, make, yeah. it, let's make MS3K the movie. Right. And that was kind of the proverbial straw. And Joel's like, I don't want to do that at, at all. And yeah. So then Joel left. So they were trying to do some casting calls. And they couldn't really find anyone to fit the role. So they had one of their writers. Head writer. Uh, head writer. Uh, Mike. Uh, take over for him. Mike Westfall. <laughs> um, which led to this huge sort of Joel versus Mike uh, argument that still rages on till this day. Still rages, yeah. Um, we'll get to the most recent thing, but uh, Drew and Nick, are you, a, are you a Mike guy or are you a Joel guy? I'll let Nick go first. I, man, I'm OG. I'm Joel all the way uh, because I... Like I said, only watched it in 1989 and then <laughs> stopped watching it for 30 years and came yeah. back later. Um, I, well, a disclaimer is I'm, I'm not one of these who is like, you know, die hard for one and not the other. So I, I love them both. But of the two, I, I'm more of a Mike guy. Right on. Any particular reason? Oh, you would be. Um, <laughs> I like his relationship with the bots. Um, you know, Joel was sort of the father figure to, to Tom Servo and Crow. Mm -hmm. uh, Mike was more their brother in a way, so they would mess with him more often. Sure. So they were, it was more antagonistic, uh, which I thought was, you know, pretty funny. And I also think by the time Mike took over, it, the cadence of the show had evolved. And I think the jokes, I, I just liked the movie jokes more, generally speaking. Mm -hmm. um, the, the early seasons, it's definitely, it is more Joel-like uh, in that the pace is a little bit slower. Um, there's kind of more breathing room between jokes. And without, without jumping ahead too far, modern MSC3K is even more, there's even fewer kind of gaps between jokes. Um, but anyway, that, that oh, was yeah, kind of why. Fire. Yeah. Yeah. Rabbit side. What about you, Adam? Uh, I like them all. I, I really do. Kind of like, kinda like, one, kinda like what you were saying. Stop <laughs> what you were no, saying. No, you have to choose one. Well, okay. So let me, let me, let me. You can uh, only have one host for the rest of your life. Can I choose me? <laughs> oh, 
Well, what about the other guy? What about the other guy? You can choose him, but you're the one who gets mad if we jump ahead. I I know. I know. I know. (laughs) Um, I'd probably go, if I had to choose Mike and Joel, I'd probably, Joel edges out, but I like them both. I mean, I really, I really don't tie into the whole, like, one is better or one is, it's like, like, no, they're both, they're both great. I don't think either one's better. I think it's just, honestly, it's just different, two different approaches to the same premise, right? Exactly. And, and so, yeah. Is this one of those things that 90% of fans would say the same thing, but the loud internet minority would, yeah. I don't don't know. I I feel like there's a pretty vocal, um, even with between like, like my, my, my kids um, who are, Okay, what's uh, each kid? Give us the rundown. We'll say what now? Which, what does each kid say they are? Oh, sure. Um, and I will oh, be judging them. I, <laughs> um, I introduced the boys to MCK through the uh, Gamera uh, ep- episodes, um, which all three loved. And so if I would put on an, a, a Gamera, which is probably, I don't know what, at least half a dozen of these episodes that were based on the, the Japanese uh, monster movies, the Gamera films. And, but when I, when I went to other episodes, Aiden immediately was, he was, he was out. He didn't like it anymore. So I don't know what it was about that or did he make his getting older or whatever. Um, Adam and X are diehard Joel. They do not like, even like Mike. Why? I, I think because they were introduced to Joel. That's what they were used to. And then Mike comes along. And here's this, you know, hotshot young kid doing something different, and they didn't like it. They do like it's been Joel. writing. It's been writing for the show since it came to Comedy Central. Right. Yeah, but they don't know that. Yeah. And and they didn't experience they the gap. And all right, yeah, Adam, you should be teaching them better. You're, You're right. A terrible father. Thank you. Um, <laughs> the, yeah, uh, they both really like Jonah, though. So, the judge, so we'll get to uh, that. That's, that's only because he's he's Joel approved. That's why. Oh, interesting theory. That's my and theory. What, let me let me ask: Did they start watching it before the relaunch? Oh yeah. Okay, so uh, that's what I'm saying is like he's the new person bringing it back, so that's a good thing. But uh, Mike for them is just some other guy. Yeah. Fair yeah, enough. some other doughy yeah. lout. I always liked it when uh, Mike would show up as a character during Joel episodes. Yeah. And the, what, one or two times ever that Joel came back as like a little cameo um, for a Mike episode. I remember one, I think the first time he came back, he had like a goatee or something really bizarre. And it was like, mm-hmm. I don't know, he like walked in and they're like, ah, it was, I, don't, I, I, can't, I can't remember which episode that was, but I really liked it. So anyway, um, season six, uh, TV's Frank, he wanted to go into writing sitcoms so he bounced and they introduced uh dr force's mother pearl and at that point she wasn't it wasn't like i feel like forrester was alone for a little while before she i think she he might have been at least for a couple episodes yeah um yeah i again the mads have always kind of i've always been hit or hit or miss with them uh, really, really, really. So, really, that's so. F- I'm I'm really surprised by that. Yeah, I, I, and I, I feel like I should like them more. Yeah, it I seems just, like it does seem like right up your kind yeah, of. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, and then they, um, so again, they got canceled in '96. Um, 
sci-fi picked them up in 97 uh and they sort of retooled things uh dr forrester left and then it was pearl professor bobo and brain guy and bobo was kevin murphy who voiced yes. tom servo yes brain guy was um Gosh, now I can't. Bill Corbett. Corbett, yep. Who took over voicing Crow because yes. Trace Ballou, who was Dr. Forrester, also voiced Crow. Yeah. And the best brain staffer, Patrick Bratzig, took over Gypsy. Okay. Mm. And Gypsy spoke in this very high-pitched male falsetto voice. Sometimes impossibly hard to understand what the heck uh, Gypsy was actually saying. Uh, again, Bobo and Brain Guy, I was like, mm. I've never been a fan of Pearl either. I was like, I, I love Bobo and Brain Guy. I love, I also really like Pearl. There's a really great bit um, at the end of one of the episodes where Bobo, like, he comes, it's like the middle of the night and he comes out to make a sandwich and he's, yeah. he's just sort of muttering to himself while he does it. And then at one point he starts going, mayonnaise <laughs> over and over and i just i found that hilarious doesn't like um, both at least i would if you know if we had played does adam love it or hate it right with the the mads and specifically like bobo professor bobo i would have said loved it i i will i will give it this um getting a little, little, little uh, ahead of myself, I guess, uh, to a certain extent, but a lot of those latter season episodes, because they only came in the last couple of seasons before they their show got canceled. So, because I already didn't like Pearl very much, I think that kind of colored my feelings towards Brain Guy didn't and like the, Didn't like the woman. Interesting. <laughs> oh my god. Not surprising, though. Um, just stop. Is that interesting? Or, yeah, that's Par for the course, right? <laughs> They're assholes. Right. Anyway, um, then the show gets canceled again, presumably for good at this point. Um, again, the movie came out, didn't do quite as well as I thought. It was going to um, sci-fi did it for two years, and then and then that was that. Um, there was one of the main reasons why MST through K was so popular and. Uh, uh, successful early on is because people would record it with these things called VCRs, young young listeners, mm -hmm. and they would pass tapes around. And so that kind of was like their kind of grassroots word of mouth was to be like, hey, you got to watch this crazy show that I saw. Um, so much so that I think it started in the second season, at the end of the credits, it, the message would say, um, keep circling the tapes um, at the end of, of, the, uh, of the episode, which is interesting because a lot of them, you think- That's really cool. Yeah, and they would be like, you'd think that people would like, like copyright issues and whatnot, but they were like, no, 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 please, like, bootleg this thing. Like, like get it around. Like, show, show it to your grandma. I, can I interject real fast please here? Please do. Uh, this, uh, you're talking around 96, 97, is that right? Uh, it got canceled uh, in 99, completely. 99, yeah. Um, I was talking to Angie about the show earlier and how... Um, it's, it's basically, you know, it feels like a early internet show. Like it, it's very meta. It's taking old stuff and remixing it. And this kind of thing is so popular, but they were doing it very early. And 
So you saying that about them trying to encourage people to uh, spread spread it virally through VHS tapes ah. ties into the whole thing uh, as, like the as ring. being a little bit ahead of their time with everything, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I actually was going to talk about that. Uh, uh, you brought up an excellent point. I guess Angie did or whoever you guys were talking about. Um, that it's it uh, so much stuff now, whether it's a direct, you know, line uh, through line to MST3K or not, it's what they did, you know, with these, you know, little bits and jokes and songs and like I said, super meta and and tongue planted firmly in cheek and stuff like that. That's all. That's I mean, so much of modern entertainment is that, um, and they did it first, you know, thirty years ago. So yeah. So um, fast forward a little bit of time. It's now uh, 2010, and Joel's mm. like, you know, I've been holding on to this this rights for this thing. I should probably do something with it. So um, oh oh oh, the 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 side projects. Uh, lest least I forget. Um, Cinemax, Titanic, and Rift Tracks. And the film crew, which preceded Rift Tracks. So before Rift Tracks came about, um, uh, Mike, Kevin, and Bill Corbett, mm -hmm. um, they did a short-lived show that was DVD. You, like you bought the DVD, DVDs. Um, called the film crew and it was same setup as mst3k where they're you know riffing on a movie <clears throat> and the premise was they were three guys hired by an eccentric millionaire who wanted them to watch these movies and i can't remember why the millionaire wanted them to watch the movies but it had it kept the format of having you know an intro with the with the characters and then going into the movie. And then I think on film crew, they only did one break in the middle of the movie where they came back out and did a little skit and then went back into the movie. And they also did not superimpose their silhouettes. So it was just the movie with their voice track on top of it. Gotcha. And so I think they did four movies um, uh, and released them all on DVD. I think there might, I, I think I it's know just, about that. It yeah. Fun. And then, yeah, as you said, Joel was, it was Joel, Frank, Trace, mm -hmm. Mary Jo Peel, who played uh -huh. Pearl, uh -huh. um, J. Elvis Weinstein. That, that's uh, it. I'll cut you off. That's it. <laughs> cinematic Titanic. It did. And they followed the format of having the silhouettes, mm -hmm. um, but no skits, right? They just, no skits. Yeah. They just did the movie. Yeah, and then uh, Bill, Kevin, and Mike went off and made riff tracks. And I guess Joel was once asked, like, hey, you guys are going to do something together? And he basically was like, they're super, they're super talented, uh, maybe, but... Yeah, I think there's, there's also... I don't know if they've... I believe there is a... Not a like a big rift, but there is kind of a division between Mike and Joel. Really? Uh, as people, like... Oh, yeah. I don't think they... Like, I don't think it's a grudge, like they'll never work together, but I think Mike in general just doesn't really <laughs> want to do anything other than riff tracks at yeah. this point. Um, the other thing that riff tracks does basically a lot of like modern movies, they do big blockbuster yeah. movies and stuff. And whether cinematic Titanic does kind of scan the offshoot weird, yeah, low budget B movie sort of stuff. 
So. And the way riff tracks would kind of get around the licensing thing is you weren't buying the movie, you were just buying their audio track and you would mm-hmm. sync it up. You'd rent the movie or if you already own the movie, you could sync up their track with the movie. Yep, that's clever. It is very clever. Um, so uh, they were doing these live shows. Um, this is Cinematic Titanic. And there were- I went to several. Uh, I think, yeah, we, you and I have been to a couple of them together, I think. Well, I always went with my dad. So yeah. if you were there, he was, was not with me. It was your dad. Okay, we're, I went there with your dad, and you happen to be there, I guess. Um, <laughs> Wait, is Adam <laughs> Drew's dad? <laughs> Surprise. No. I mean, no. No. That's impossible. <laughs> do no. we know? No. <laughs> oh, I can't do that in my throat. Holy crap, that did not Oh, no. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> anyway, so they're doing one of these um, – live things and it was at a show at the uh, Tivoli Theater in St. Louis, Missouri What? believe it or not where they were asked, hey, are any of these live shows going to be coming on DVD? And J. Elvis Weinstein said no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they eventually were. How did they do it at the Tivoli? I don't know. I do not know. But uh, that's... every time I saw them, it was at the usually at the St. Charles uh, Arena. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Never mind. I actually did not see that ever. You and I were supposed to go together a couple times. I could never make it. So I don't know what I was thinking. I only ever went with my dad. Right. That's what I'm saying. I, was I would. Incorrect. I would. If you. <laughs> I was incorrect. <laughs> This is amazing. Anyway, so 2010, right? Now Joel's yeah. like, hey, I should probably, you know, people are really digging. It's been 25 years since the show started. Um, there's Everyone seems to still really like the show. Maybe there'd be place to kick this thing off again. And crowdfunding is, was a huge thing. So he's like, okay, you know, I kind of need to get the rights uh, back fully from Malin and Best Brains. Um, oh, the, the, I should uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that the DVDs of MCK oh, yeah. was kind of cemented their uh, popularity. They were just wildly uh, successful, put up by Shop Factory. Um, uh, they just they were very, 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 very popular and successful. The DVDs were. So my dad has every volume. Nice. That's been released, including uh, I think it's it's one of the ones that has Gamera. And they released it, and then they had to stop printing it because of a rights issue with the Gamera movie. Um, so they released a second version of that collection. So that initial one is something of a collector's edition. Nice. Very cool. Um, well, after I started watching it in 1989, a year before Joe, <laughs> I only watched them on uh, underground distributed VHS tapes Beta for Max. many years. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm just trying to establish myself as the, the uh, yeah. MST3K fan. Nick's got the real cred in this yeah. trio. Um, so Joel's talking with uh, Malin, and they come up with a with 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 a, with a deal. Um, the number I don't think was ever actually revealed. It was seven figures. That's the only thing that they've actually revealed. Wow. Um, and that was kind of the uh, that was it. So. Like for, for him to get bought out, basically. Yeah, 
So that was that was the agreement. And then in August of 2015, um, Joel kicked off the Kickstarter to see if it would people would be interested in this. Um, they wanted to get two million dollars to bring the show back. Um, to do three episodes. <laughs> And then some stretch goals to have 12 episodes, ultimately. Um, and when all said and done, uh, it ended on December 11th. Um, so one month later, well, with $5.7 million, 48,000 plus backers, another $600,000 with add-ons, um, bringing it total to 14 episodes. Uh, I'm pretty sure it is to date the most successful Kickstarter uh, in Kickstarter history. Yeah, and they met that goal within wow. minutes or something. Wasn't the, the, it super fast? Two million? Fast? Uh, it was in the first week, I know that. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. it was like right away. Still, yeah. still pretty damn fast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then they wanted to do a new cast. Um, they brought in uh, Jonah Ray uh, to play uh, Jonah. <laughs> Jonah Heston. Uh, Jonah Heston. Um, they got... Uh, Hampton Yount um, as the new Crow uh, and Baron Vaughn as the new uh, Tom Servo. First time they had a person of color do any of the voices, which is kind of cool. Hired on Felicia Day as King of Forrester, uh, Dr. Forrester's daughter, and then uh, Pat Oswald as TV's son of TV's Frank, which I thought was kind of brilliant casting all around. 10 out of 10, uh, loved it. Um, they had some huge guest stars in these things, too. I mean, just kind of crazy. Um, Neil Patrick Harris, Jerry Seinfeld, Mark Hamill, just name a few. I mean, they're just really, uh, people love the show. Um, the first season on Netflix, uh, Netflix picked it up um, to put it out. First season, I think, and I, this, I don't know if it still remains to this day, but I know when it first launched, it actually had 100% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so that was pretty awesome. Uh, it was broadcast on Thanksgiving. Mm. Um, cause, uh, oh, oh, I've, I've totally forgot to mention each Thanksgiving, or at least for many years, um, they would do this 30 hour MS3K marathon every single year. Um, so that's also, I know on a lot of Thanksgiving, especially when I was, uh, teenagers in my teenage years into my twenties, um, do the Thanksgiving thing, and then pretty much when also it finished, yeah, people want to watch football, whatever. But I was all right, MST 3K time, like is now just put it on and watch it uh, till my heart's content. So, when we, uh, you know, when, when we started doing Thanksgiving it for ourselves, Ash and I, um, I would put there, there would still they would continue to do turkey days. Eventually, they started doing them, they'd stream it, uh, once the Kickstarter was successful. And um, when they started, the first year they did that, I put it on our TV and just left it on while family came and visited and stuff. And nice. It was just on in the background. So during the 2017 Turkey Day Marathon, uh, Joel said, hey, guess what? Netflix 12th season. We got green lit. Everyone's super excited about it. And they started doing this really cool, like, with the skits and the, and the uh, interstitials, they started doing, like, a plot. They were doing like some sort of, there was something happening. There was like a storyline that was being built, which I really, really liked. I thought that was kind of cool. Mixed in with all the songs and, and uh, goofiness. Um, 
then um, the 12th season was kind of like a truncated season. It was called the yeah. Gauntlet. Um, did you, so uh, Nick and Drew, I know Nick here, I said, you guys, what, did you watch all of the new episodes, the two of the two seasons of the new ones or? I've watched. Uh, oh, see, you guys are part of the problem. Go on. <laughs> I watched most of the first season. I have not yet watched the gauntlet. Interesting. I watched uh, three or four episodes before I fell asleep and forgot to go back to it. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, you know, again, that first season 11 got 100% Rotten Tomatoes. Season 12, The Gauntlet, got overall positive reviews, though I think because it was so kind of chopped up, it just it, it definitely felt rushed, if that makes any sense. Um, and then as of November of last year, um, Netflix decided to not do a third season, which is oh, that's a shame. boggles my mind. Yeah. My so, bad. Which is kind of a bummer because uh, uh, Joel was in the process of trying to bring back um, Trace and uh, Frank and even uh, Weinstein to do uh, Dr. Earnhardt, believe it or not. Um, nice. They were kind of in talks to come back and do that. Um, in the meantime, we, we, we oh, go ahead. We did, I, you know, we were talking about sort of spinoffs, and we didn't mention yeah. this is the kind of not as I've never seen it, but the but Frank and Trace started doing shows oh, called right. an, an Evening with the Mads, and I have no idea what the format was. So. I don't either, actually. But that was that was interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> um, um, can I? Uh, Please. Just because I, I don't have a whole lot to add to this, but I uh, was listening to the Nerdist podcast during the period that uh, Jonah Ray was getting signed on to this. And, mm -hmm. uh, and that was interesting because at, at the time, uh, he was not a huge star or anything. He's still not a huge star, but he, yeah. he's doing well for himself. Sure. And uh, he was the biggest fan and and like uh it was kind of exciting to hear him get that role and have this opportunity to take on something that he had grew up with and uh was very happy for him for that that's yeah, all I, I wanted to say i i i uh when i first <clears throat> heard it was gonna be jonah ray and i didn't know jonah at all and sort of looked him up and I was kind of like, oh, I don't know about this. Like I looked at some of his stand up and stuff. Oh, actually I was kind of familiar from him, with him from the show Meltdown, um, which was him right. and Camille Nanjiani. And I was like kind of iffy on his stand up. And, and then I sort of read about his, you know, fandom of MSC3K and like he had shared photos of him at Halloween when he was a kid and he had, he dressed up as, the guy from, well, I guess Manos from Manos Hands of Fate, uh, which is one of the more popular episodes. And I was like, and, and I was like, oh, wow, he's, you know, he is. He's like really into MST3K. And I, I suddenly felt this kinship with him because I think he's also nice. my age. He's um, pretty young. Born in the 80s like me. Um, and, and it started to feel like, man, this would, I can, to I know exactly how he feels like this, you know, something that you've been in love with all your life and suddenly you're part of it, you know, that, that, that would be an incredible uh, thing to happen. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. 
and I was I was pleasantly surprised by his turn as one of the uh, hosts of the show. Yeah, I thought he did an excellent job. I was super super happy with with everything he he did. I I really hope there is a future um, for the show, and that uh, like I said, so uh, when I when Netflix decided not to pick up a, a third season, um, you know, Joel was very. Um, both he praised Netflix for doing what they did, but then also kind of admonished them because they made him keep everything so tightly un, un, under wraps that he couldn't announce anything. He couldn't, you know, promote things how he wanted to because that's kind of the way that they did it. Um, with the revival, they would they did these live shows also, kind of get back to their original roots. Um, I don't think. Did you ever go? Did you go to those or? Yeah, I went to one of them. Yeah, um, I, went I think to, they only came once. They came twice. They did a season eleven one and a season twelve one. They the most recent one did not come through St. Louis though. It did because that was Joel's like farewell tour. Did you used to go to that? Oh yeah. I couldn't. I kept. Che- it's funny. I I kept checking the dates and mm-hmm. it never had a St. Louis date when I was looking. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where I did they play? Where did it? Uh, they so the funny thing is I, I can't remember whether if the at both the same place, but the. Joel's farewell tour was at the Two Hill, where AOH does all their all their shows. So it was kind of funny seeing them, you know, obviously not on my stage, but like on the stage I've done shows on for 15 years now. It's like, oh, it's like they're on my stage. Was, was that the tour with the new host as well? Uh, Jonah was there. Um, oh. I don't think Hampton Yount was able to make well, that so then tour. That, w- that wasn't the most recent tour then. It was, so last, done it was a- last year. So. They did a they did another tour without Jonah, with a, a new female host. Oh, oh. Um, I mean, it was. I think it was sure no this? one. Yeah, and it was. I'm pretty sure it was no one from the new show. I'm not seeing this Joel. in my in my notes anywhere. Well, whatever. Well, um, true's wrong. It's not in the notes. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, live shows, live shows, where to go? Here we go. Um, yeah, I'll, Joel's, I'll send you a link in the chat. Yeah, please do. Um, I, I would be awesome if I, if I was incorrect here. So One thing, there, there's this, I don't even know how to describe it. MSC3K, probably the first show that I can think of that had this feel to it that I really love um, and is sometimes replicated in other shows, but it, I mean, it is kind of that like DIY aspect, but it's also this like contained set um, with a really straightforward premise and sort of um, uh, sort of a little world that's created. Um, And I, 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 I will say the archive is, for me is is very much what i was what i wanted to achieve and sort of the things that we uh in my mind there's an archive that that is something we return to and and all the the prefatorium the percolator um the archive itself everything in that sort of exists in my mind visually in the way that mst3k the sets and things like that exist. And, and there was a time <clears throat> where John and I had thought about like, what if we try to do a YouTube version of the archive? I remember this. Yeah. Um, 
and we, you know, obviously ultimately never did that, but we sort of tried to decide, well, what would that be? And I, you know, I was really excited at the idea of building, you know, a really, you know, a cheap set and, and sort of establishing the look and having, um, you know, just really like lo-fi kind of stuff to make it work. And that was very exciting to me, but um, there are other- one you would have is that part of the of the show? Yeah, the, the droid. Yeah, we were gonna have a pup. We, yeah, exactly. We, it, well, he was gonna be the Google drone. That's right. At that point, um, but yeah, the so like we had ideas for characters that would re- recur, and 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 we were trying to figure out, you know, what is how does this show work, but in a sort of visual format, and so that was really fun to think about. <clears throat> but other shows like that, I, I of course. I've been trying to remember all day this show. The other shows I feel like fit into this category. The only thing that I could come up with is uh, uh, Half in the Bag by Red Letter Media, which is another uh, YouTube channel show where they um, they review movies. And the setup there is they are VCR repairmen who have been repairing the same VCR for, you know, however many years for this <laughs> old crazy man. Um and instead of repairing the VCR, they review a movie. Um, and it's definitely it, tonally very different from MSC3K, but just that like little, it's like this small narrative, just enough to give it something beyond just the premise of reviewing a movie or for, you know, where MSC3K is concerned, riffing a movie. Um, I, I really enjoy that. And, um, and so it has that, I find that like sort of magical. I don't know why. That makes sense. I did not know that. Although some of the things you mentioned have come up. Um, I hadn't put it together that it was uh, at least partially inspired by MST3K, but that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And I don't even know if John would agree with that it's something we formally discussed but it was definitely you know there in my mind as we were as things were progressing with it so is yeah well he's not here so yeah you know, fuck him um, <laughs> um i'm just curious i'm curious why you guys did not uh finish watching the new seasons um i you know i mentioned the, the earlier the cadence of those episodes mm-hmm. and the sort of rapid fire joke Um, somebody has done the math and like talked to like released data on how how much time between jokes there are you know Jonah, Mike and Joel and the Jonah era is like like there is barely time like breathing room at all between jokes it's just kind of rapid fire and but in general so like it's funny because I backed I wholeheartedly backed the the Kickstarter and I was super excited about it. Me too. And um, like I did a level that I, you know, a level of money backing that I've, that is kind of crazy um, for me, but, and my dad did as well, you know, because he was obviously a huge fan. Sure. So I was very excited and very excited, like all, all through the lead up and, and when it came out, you know, really enjoyed seeing it again. There are things about it that I absolutely love. I, and we haven't really talked much about the doors sequence. Um, yep. But whenever they, whenever they get called into the theater to watch the movie, the cam bot, who's the camera 
um, goes down a series through a series of doors to enter the movie theater. And you heard and that when we were going to the archive earlier. That's right. Yeah. Um, and every once in a while, but they would change up the doors sequence from. It's not every season, but every few seasons, you would get a new doors sequence. So the doors in this new one, I thought they're probably my favorite because um, they're way like the the they're basically rooms in the ship as opposed to in the previous show, there were just kind of fun themes for each door, each part of the hallway. But in this one, it's like the laundry room and then it's Jonah's room and, you know, like each door opens up into a different room on the ship. So I really loved that. Um, and I love that they mm. continued to use models and, and puppets and all that stuff. And it's still, you know, the, the heart of that sort of DIY approach was still there. But that said, it just, I, it definitely felt to me like, you know, it just sort of got too big in a way. Like, and I know this is a very hipster thing to say, but it, I was just sort of like, yeah, it had all these major stars on it, you know, and, and all of, uh, or you had Felicia Day and Patton Oswalt who are huge in the sort of nerd community, right? Definitely. Um, and it just sort of felt like, well, this isn't, this isn't the little thing that I love anymore. You know, now this is kind of, it's very aware of itself and it's, it, it just didn't have the same feel. And then on top of the joke cadence and, and sort of, I just was less into it. And it, it wasn't even a conscious thing. I just noticed I wasn't watching the shows. Like, you know, they're all there available to watch at any time. And I just found myself not really eager to watch it. Um, and in fact, kind of uh, towards the end, sort of, I was like, I've got to watch this. I need to, you know, the completest in me right. needs to watch these. And I was just sort of throwing them on while I was working, but uh, still haven't finished them. And I've heard not great things about the gauntlet uh, season. And so I'm less, but you know what? I did finish the first season because it, I think it ends with the wedding, right? Yes. Um, but yeah, so I have not moved on to the gauntlet just because I haven't heard great things. And, and also, um, you know, I sort of like reckoned with myself, like, you know, it's okay that I'm not wholeheartedly into this in the way I was with the original show. Sure. Nick? Uh, for me, it was that they didn't, update the robots in CG. Like, I, I think... <laughs> I mean, I have There's to so many good special effects yeah. nowadays. They could have done better. Like, yeah, they, they look like crap. <laughs> <laughs> they added a um, couple new robots. I, I, don't like the, I don't like the new ones. There's, there's my, like, uh, I wish it would stay the old way, because, like, some of these new ones, I'm like, hmm, nah. Um, but, uh, but honestly, it, like I said, it was because I fell asleep the first night and then I forgot to come back to it. There's a million series that I liked and did that with. Um, uh, so yeah, maybe I'll go back to it. But, um, but, he never but I, I do think, well, maybe I will now. Uh, on maybe, maybe I'll do a 30-hour marathon. On maybe I will now. Maybe I will. <laughs> you guys can't say I can't. Um, <laughs> No, but I do, I, what Drew was saying about the cast, I find interesting uh, because the 
the the big stars that he said, um, which he 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 referred to as being like nerds because he likes to make fun of people. Well, but no, it but is. big I stars. No, I, also, as Adam listed, Mark Hamill showed up. Yeah, uh, Jerry Seinfeld, um, yeah. and. and and also during the campaign, lots of support from major celebrities for during yeah. the Kickstarter campaign. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I like, I, I, I'm not really casting any judgment on you or anybody, but uh, I just think that it's interesting because I did feel like everybody involved with it was doing it out of a labor of love. Uh, I do too. I, that I, yeah. I, yeah, I didn't mean to. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I, I hear what you're saying. Like, it's not that they're stars. It's that it's kind of too self-aware, um, which I don't know if that's bad or good or what, but I understand your criticism of it. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's funny. Cause it's, I, I honestly like, I think it's, it's good as it could be. Like, I, I don't know how it could be better than what it is. Um, and I feel like the the they're they are I would not want them to like say, okay, we're gonna have cast all unknown people and we're gonna do this on a really small budget, you know, like I wouldn't want them to force any constraints on themselves. I think you know, they should make the show in the context of yeah. of the time, right? Mm-hmm. They should do it the way that they can do it now. Because and if they not it's you know, disingenuous not to do it that way. Um, it's also like part tribute to the original show. Yeah. So having these people on is just them showing their respect to it. But, yeah. But it is just like, ah, oh, here's this famous person. And... Yeah. But it is definitely that like, and I, I, I absolutely acknowledge this is such a um, ridiculous thing, but it's just like, it is not the little thing that only a few people knew about, right? Like mm-hmm. it's not that shared you know, I know something cool that not many people are aware of, you know, and that's... Yep, that's why I dropped out in 1990. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard Drew got into it. I was like, tape. He's like, oh, nope. Don't got make too, for me. Yeah, got too big for Nick. He's like, man, get it. It's, the comedy it's channel? sold out. Mm, I'm done. <laughs> uh. All right. Um... That's probably enough. I, again, there's more stuff to talk about, but as I'm, I am always, I, I, I talk over our hour constantly, and, I'm, and I, I can keep keep talking about this stuff. So at some point, I just have to cut myself off. So I'm officially going to cut myself off. Wow. Um, I appreciate you guys uh, doing this episode with me. Um, there's a couple more series why I know it's not going to be the last episode. Might be the last episode because I know it's not because there's more things I want to talk about Could before, be. before, we put, <laughs> before we put this thing well, to bed. It might be the last episode so. with. Nick, John, or I. I don't know. Wow. I don't know. Kind of dark on a weird weird <laughs> level. Um, any sort of final anything before we kind of play us out here? Uh, yeah. I, go ahead, Drew. No, you go, Nick. All right. I just I want to say we switched up our recording format. Usually we record separately. This time we did Zoom. As far as I can tell, the only reason was so Adam could have the background <laughs> from S- MST3K throughout the recording. Let's put a picture of the show notes. It was, <laughs> it was necessary at all, but anyway, I appreciate that. Um, I, I would just say, like, the, as I'm sure is clear at this point, 
MST3K is a you know huge influence on on me, my humor, the the way my it's a big factor in the relationship with my dad, um, which is a big deal. Something we shared for a long time until the show ended on Sci-Fi. Then my dad um, never talked to me again. <laughs> And so it has a very special place in my heart. It's um, 18 years later, he called me up, Drew, it's back. (laughs) (laughs) Come in here. You're grounded. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Sorry, I didn't mean to to derail what you were saying right there. No, I was done. I was done. Um, Yeah, same. I mean, this has been a very, uh, it's, great show um i just just like you were like i was saying earlier between you know mike and joel and jonah i like all three they all bring certain things to the table i think there's pros and cons to all three iterations of them um i think the cinematic titanic and the rift tracks also have a place in this in this world um i really look forward to the uh hopefully inevitable 13th season of Mm. ms33k that will come out at some point so they should take it back to KTMA. They went bankrupt back in the 80s, but yeah, they could do that. <laughs> Start right. up a Kickstarter. There you go. <laughs> yes. Start back up. There's an idea. Oh, man. All right. Well, if there's nothing else, then um, what do you think, sirs? It stinks. Nice. Good reference. Uh, I guess let's uh, put this thing in the archive. Do you guys hear? <laughs> yes. Just, just really. <laughs> to be fair, you did not tell Nate to be quiet. I know. I'll send you this track, and you can just play it over to this. Oh no, we're getting this. <laughs> can you still hear me? <laughs> Adam <laughs> muted me like the second I started talking. Right, because we're playing the I, outro music, and you're talking over you, goof. It was really good. I. <laughs> I am not. I am keeping this in. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Just shut up. Keep circulating the podcast. True. Buffo bucks. Buffo bucks. I am buffo bucks. <laughs>